Letter seven of Letters on England by Voltaire, edited by Henry Molly. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith. Letters on England by Voltaire. Letter seven on the Socinians or Arians or Anti-Trinitarians. There is a little sect here composed of clergymen and of a few very learned persons among the laity, who, though they do not call themselves Arians or Socinians, do yet descend entirely from St. Athanasius with regard to their notions of the Trinity, and declare very frankly that the Father is greater than the Son. Do you remember what is related of a certain orthodox bishop, who in order to convince an emperor of the reality of consubstantiation put his hand under the chin of the monarch's son and took him by the nose in presence of his sacred majesty the emperor was going to order his attendants to throw the bishop out of the window when a good old man gave him this handsome and convincing reason since your majesty says he is angry when your son has not due respect shown him what punishment do you think will god the father inflict on those who refuse his son jesus the title due to him the persons i just now mentioned declare that the holy bishop took a very wrong step that his argument was inconclusive and that the emperor should have answered him thus know that there are two ways by which man may be wanting in respect to me first in not doing honour sufficient to my son and secondly in paying him the same honour as to me be this as it will the principle of arius beginning to revive not only in england but in holland and poland the celebrated sir isaac newton honoured this opinion so far as to countenance it this philosopher thought that the unitarians argued more mathematically than we do but the most sanguine sticker for arianism is the illustrious dr clark this man is rigidly virtuous and of a milder disposition is more fond of his tenets than desirous of propagating them and absorbed so entirely in problems and calculations that he is a mere reasoning machine it is he who wrote a book which is much esteemed and little understood on the existence of god and another more intelligible but pretty much contemned on the truth of the christian religion he never engaged in scholastic disputes which our friend calls venerable trifles he only published a work containing all the testimonies of the primitive ages for and against the unitarians and leaves to the reader the counting of the voices and the liberty of forming a judgment this book won the doctor a great number of partisans and lost to him the see of canterbury but in my humble opinion he was out in his calculation and had better have been primate of all england than merely an arian parson you see that opinions are subject to revolutions as well as empires arianism after having triumphed during three centuries and being forgot twelve rises at last out of its own ashes but it has chosen a very improper season to make its appearance in the present age being quite cloyed with disputes and sects 
the members of this sect are besides too few to be indulged the liberty of holding public assemblies which however they will doubtless be permitted to do in case they spread considerably but people are now so very cold with respect to all things of this kind that there is little probability any new religion or old one that may be revived will meet with favour is it not whimsical enough that luther carvin and zwinglis all of them wretched authors should have founded sects which are now spread over a great part of europe that mohammed though so ignorant should have given a religion to asia and africa and that sir isaac newton dr clark mr locke mr leclerc etc the greatest philosophers as well as the ablest writers of their ages should scarcely have been able to raise a little flock which even decreases daily this it is to be borne at a proper period of time were cardinal de Ress to return again into the world neither his eloquence nor his intrigues would draw together ten women in paris were oliver cromwell he who beheaded his sovereign and seized upon the kingly dignity to rise from the dead he would be a wealthy city trader and no more End of letter seven recording by Shia Arrowsmith.